0: Wasn't the prettiest of W's, but the Cardinals got one yesterday. And that's what's most important. And there's one thing that we haven't seen from the Cardinals that we saw on Sunday, and it is very telling and promising for the future. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in, Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clanty here. Follow me on Twitter at Clanty's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Please. Like, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, You know, the fan base for the Cardinals has been ablaze since the 26-16 win on Sunday. Why is that? Why are things so polarizing right now? I think I've got an idea. There is one thing that we saw on Sunday that is very, very promising for the future of the 2022 season for the Cardinals. It's very very promising. And it's not necessarily a trend yet because we've only seen it once. It's not necessarily a you know, a, a bankable thing as the term that I like to use. But it's something that we did see that we didn't see up until that point. I know that's a clunky way to say it, but it's something that's very, very important. And then there's something else that isn't so great. And I'm going to talk about that in the third segment here, Locked on Cardinal. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for coming and joining me on the Halftime Show, live on Twitter Spaces and on YouTube and the post-game show. Similarly, what we saw yesterday, or Sunday, I should say, was a full team adjustment at halftime. We saw a full team adjustment. Offensive line, adjusted. Defense, adjusted. Offense, adjusted. And it was awesome. And I don't think it can really be understated that the Cardinals won on Sunday. They looked like garbage in the first half. Again, the defense looked fine. Didn't give him any – I mean, Kyler Murray threw a pick six, which wasn't ideal. Carolina Panthers' offense isn't good. We know that. Christian McCaffrey scored a garbage touchdown at the end of the game. But the the defense looked fine in the first half. Zayvon Collins played 100% of the snaps, continues his maturity and growth. Through this season, I think that his performance in week one was kind of marred by Isaiah Simmons not being able to stay with Travis Kelsey in coverage, the Cardinals' offense not being able to have any sort of sustained drives aside from the one in the first half. And nobody really looked good because it's Patrick Mahomes. So maybe I was a harsh on him um, early on. He's played 100% of the snaps, he's had the green dot since the start of week two and the defense has looked better than most would have expected with a lack of added talent from last season to this season, even losing Chandler Joes and Jordan Hicks, even though they've both, been, both taken a step back. Trayvon Mullen played Sunday for the first time as an Arizona Cardinal. Byron Murphy played 100% of the snaps. Marco Wilson played over 90% of the snaps. Isaiah Simmons played over 83% of the snaps. What we saw on Sunday was a full team Adjustment, adjusting from things that weren't happening, weren't working in the first half, to things that definitely worked and ended up happening in the second half. And regardless of who they played, that is a big, big step for this team. Because even though the defense played well in week three, the offense could not get the ball in the end zone. Kyler Murray missed two open receivers? Absolutely. It's a team effort to not be able to score touchdowns, and the Cardinals were equally on that team journey together, only being able to put up four field goals. There weren't; doesn't seem like there were really adjustments made. The same issues were still happening. You know, ill ill called timeouts with the play clock running down, penalties, false starts. Put it on the players. Put it on the coach. Do whatever you want. At this point, I'm. People are so split with who's at fault here. It it's hysterical to me. It's a scare. It, it's a scare. It's hysterical to me. Adjustments were made at halftime. That is the biggest win. Outside of any sort of individual win or the team obviously winning, that's the biggest win. That that halftime, whatever happened in the locker room at halftime, yielded a fully different team in the second half. And now the next step is for that team to game plan well enough through the week to have a game plan that can be adjusted in real time instead of having to wait until the first 30 minutes of the game is over. With the only undefeated team left in the NFL coming into town in the Philadelphia Eagles, little time can be wasted. And adjustments need to be made, or contingencies to game plans need to be made on the fly, or it's not going to be fun for the Arizona Cardinals on Sunday. I Lancy, locked on Cardinals. Uh, coming up next, I'm going to talk more about some, you know, positives that we saw. Not all of them look like positives. Not all of them yielded like direct positive uh, positivity in this game. But there are trends that we're starting to be able to see that may really, really be catalysts as we get towards the second, third, and fourth part of the 2022 season. I'm going to talk about that next. Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. First, though, AG1 Athletic Greens. Okay? We're lucky enough to have AG1 Athletic Greens sent to us. I've purchased some since. Okay? Okay? Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because I wasn't eating healthy. I had trouble having breakfast and taking vitamins seemed truly like a chore. Okay. So what is it? What is AG1? What is athletic greens? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help get your day started right. The special blend of ingredients uh, supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all these things. And with me, I didn't want to make a big breakfast. I was being lazy, okay? I, again, didn't want to go to GNC or Walgreens or whatever to buy 48 different types of vitamins and chug them down with a glass of water in the morning. One scoop, water, boom. Some health facts for you. It's lifestyle, friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, Contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything, while still tasting good. And it costs you less than three bucks a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Super important. Over 7,000 five-star reviews. Give me a break. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm, and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greeds is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up your ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Alex Clancy. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner, follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel, As well, man and ladies, Cardinals win, ugly, okay? Second half looked better. This team is a work in progress isn't necessarily the right definition to use. It's close, but it's not the right definition. This Arizona Cardinals team is, you know, Frustrating, but that's not exactly what I'm talking about. This Arizona Cardinals team is in its post-puberty adolescence phase. Let me explain what I mean by that. I'm not calling any of the players that, adolescence, anything like that. But as an entity, they're growing into what they can be, but they're not there yet. They're slowly growing into what they can be. But they just got their driver's license. Looking at colleges. Not having a career yet. And it's not ideal. But it's also a testament in week four to them beating teams that they should beat. And that is huge. We do need to take a look back here. They played the Kansas City Chiefs say the Bills, say Eagles, say whatever. I still think the Chiefs have the scariest offense because it's Patrick Mahomes. I still think Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback. I think the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. So say chalk week one up to the Chiefs and week one with none of these guys playing in the preseason. Okay, I can get behind that. Week two, chalk it up to Luck, chalk it up to Kyler Murray, if you have large disdain for Kyler Murray, give it to Cliff King. Do whatever you want. That was a weird week. Okay? That was not supposed to happen. Maybe the Cardinals had a good chance of winning, but not like that. With I was Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons having back-to-back punch-outs, one of the most sure-handed wide receivers in the NFL, and Byron Murphy saying, ooh, gone. Chalk that up to... Whatever the hell. And then the Rams come into town. The Cardinals play their most balanced game of the season to that point because they got blown out in week one. Week two was an anomaly. They got blown out in the first half. They looked completely listless. And then came back in the second half. The defense played well. Xavier Collins continues to grow. Isaiah Simmons continues to grow, even though he didn't play that many snaps in that in that game. Byron Murphy locked down Devontae Adams, and the offense did what they did. This is what you're going to hear from me all season. The defense's job is to set the table for the offense to eat. The offense, through three weeks, was eating salads when they should be eating porterhouses. And then in week four, even, even though in week three, let, let me touch on this, the balance was there. throughout. I mean, they held the, the Rams at 20 points. I know there were a couple touchdown drops, okay? Defenses get lucky sometimes. This isn't the only time that's ever happened. The offense didn't do them any favors. The defense held up. Offense couldn't put up touchdowns. You lose to a better team on paper. Cooper Cup is, you know, the best receiver in the NFL, in my opinion. Um, But they played second one through the last second of the game, the most balanced game that we would seen through that point. And then last week, two days ago, it was like, came out listless, came out uninspired, it seemed, in the first half. The offense wasn't doing anything. Offensive line wasn't protecting Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's was not going through his projections because the offense wasn't protecting Kyler Murray. Offensive line wasn't protecting Kyler Murray. The defense played well, okay? And then the offense and the defense and the offensive line made adjustments in the second half, and then the Cardinals won it somewhat running away. So what we're seeing is the progression of a team, okay? Okay someone that has it, and there were a lot of different pieces. At camp, not at camp, mulling retirement, had suspensions. Injuries was a big thing in camp. We're starting to see the maturation of a team in front of our eyes. And yes, they should have beat Carolina, but they did. Like, if they would have lost to Carolina, we would be having very different conversations right now. Very different conversations. They won. They made the adjustments. And now, like... The true cohesion of this team can be realized in one victory over a 3-0 and team or 4-0 and team that has been the world beaters of the NFL so far in Philly. Jalen Hurts is really coming into his own. Got to be happy for him. I mean, I remember freshman year in Alabama, he couldn't throw a football. He was not a good passer of the football. And then now look at what he's doing now. It's unbelievable. It's, it's fantastic for him. They ran rough shot last week. The defense looks good. A.J. Brown looks like he fits. And Devontae Smith had a day a couple weeks ago. Dallas Goddard looks to be one of the the better young um, tight ends in the NFL, even though he's not super young, 26 probably. But if the Cardinals can win on Sunday at home, where they haven't done so since mid-October of last year, that's really going to be, you know what? Okay, first couple weeks were a malaise. It was no camp. It was feeling things out. And then the Cardinals are ready to play. And what's around the corner? DeAndre Hopkins coming back in two weeks. I said all offseason, I'd much, if the Cardinals were going to go 11 and six, and I think I had them going 11 and six, I'd much rather have them start this way and move, push through the mud and the muck of the 2022 NFL season and emerge and win a couple games in a row and really show maturity, and show that they're a team and the defense, and the, like everything's working. I'd much rather see it this way than them start how they started last year and finish 11-6. and six. I want them to go in with their head held high going into the playoffs and not moonwalking like Michael Jackson. Not, you know, backing up like they're in the dark hoping to make it without falling off a cliff. And that's what we're seeing the maturation of this team. And now hopefully this can be used as a catalyst for the next handful of games and not just, Oh, they beat a team that they should have beaten on the road, which they're much better at over the last, you know, uh, 21 weeks of football than they had been at home. Alex Clancy locked on Cardinals. It wasn't all great. Twitter has been ablaze, and it's just, the interesting part is like, Everybody's pointing fingers at everybody else. And this is years in the making. I'll explain why and why it's also not, you know, a death sentence for this team. Alex Lancy, locked on Cardinals. Next, first, bet online. I love, I love bet online. I've been with this for a long time, man. BetOnline is your number one source for football betting information this season. The Cardinals started as five-point underdogs at home to the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. Find all the latest players' developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, in-depth articles, and uh, analysis on every game you can find. And, also, and, all, uh, and as always, if I can talk, BetOnline remind. remind- Remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, where the game starts. And I'm very excited to talk about a new sponsor, a Phoenix-centric or local sponsor. Very, I'm pretty excited to have these guys sponsoring today's episode. Folks, if you live in a sunny state like ours, it's very likely that you've had a few people stop by offering you free solar. The truth is that many of these companies aren't local, and because they're not use, they're using misleading tactics and ending up overcharging homeowners, that's not so good. If you've considered solar but something felt off, you're going to like today's sponsor. My, solar Nerd, uh, my My Solar Nerd's mission is simple. Help you get the best solar system to fit your needs. The guys at MySolarNerd.com are local and understand the nuances of going solar in Arizona. They've been doing this for a while and understand that an educated customer is a happy customer. There's their no-pressure approach will make sure you get all your questions answered. They firmly believe that if you live in AZ, switching to solar should mean saving money. Once you're ready, they'll put the their industry knowledge to work for you by choosing the best equipment, warranties, and Better Business Bureau accredited installers. They'll also help you figure out all the credit and incentives you may qualify for and they'll make sure that your transition to solar is as smooth as possible by managing the entire project for you and keeping you updated along the way. Our listeners will get a $50 Amazon gift card when they book a no commitment evaluation. This promotion is only for our listeners at Locked On Cardinals and other and the other Phoenix Locked On hosts. Um, there, and, and they, they have to be homeowners as well. Visit mysolar.nerd and select Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us section. Make the switch to solar on your terms. Start your research process by visiting mysolarnerd.com today and show Locked On some love by letting them know we sent you. Folks, going solar doesn't need to be complicated. mysolarnerd.com makes it easy. Alex Lancy, Locked On Cardinals. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Please join me at halftime of the of every Arizona Cardinals game, both on Twitter spaces and on YouTube. I've been harsh on Cliff Kingsbury. I don't take back anything that I say. I will give him credit when credit is due. I do think that he is the catalyst for the offense getting slow starts. You could say that Kyler Murray has some part in that, and I would agree with that too. This isn't a one-person blame-apotamus pie here, okay? It's not. And nobody said that it was. But if the, – the, the difference between the, the journeys, the plights of Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury is one's been a winner and one hasn't. Like, is Kyler Murray 6'3"? No. Okay? Has the offense been heavily improved over the last couple seasons to give Cliff Kingsbury the ability to run the air offense the way he sees fit? Yes. Has it worked? Yeah, Sometimes. Sometimes. Do I think the strength of the Arizona Cardinals, the more stable side of the football of the Arizona Cardinals since 2019 has been the the defense? Yes, I do. The Cardinals weren't even on the field offensively for half the game. They were 31st in the NFL in 2019 for time of possession. You can look at points per game. You can look at points per game given up. Remember, NFL players are human beings. They get tired. So if the defense is on the field for 33 minutes a game, yeah, more points are going to be given up. If the strength of the team cannot be on the field for over half the game, if it's the offense, they're not the strength. Sorry, they're not. Just because they score touchdowns doesn't mean they're the strength of the team. And that's why I think Cliff Kingsbury severely, severely holding this team back from what it could be. I just do. You can look at the win-loss and say, Cliff, he was the head coach. That's fine. But if the defense is a strength, which I think it is, Cliff Kingsbury doesn't know where the defensive locker room is. How does he get credit for what the defense does when he doesn't even step foot in that side of the, on that side of the ball? I don't understand it. Kyler Murray needs to get better. And Kyler Murray is slowly but surely getting better. He is doing it on his own more than other quarterbacks are in this league. So I think they're winning in spite of Cliff Kingsbury, not because of him, but one big but, and I cannot lie. This is the the reaping of what's been sowed by not drafting well, Missing on free agents, namely offensive linemen, Andre Smith. And not being able to put together a cohesive team 1-53 for game day. You could say it's Cliff. He probably shouldn't be here to begin with. You could say it's Kyler. He definitely would be an NFL quarterback. He would have gotten $200 million, regardless of where he was drafted. Cliff Kingsbury wouldn't have been hired by anybody other than the Arizona Cardinals. So if you say it's Kyler, that's fine. And he would have been an NFL quarterback regardless. So when we're looking at the shortcomings of this roster, and namely the shortcomings of the offensive line, even though it's the deepest that the Cardinals have had since Kyler Murray has been drafted, a bunch of C, C+, plus, potentially B-offensive minus linemen doesn't necessarily yield the best protection for a quarterback that, sure, may need a little bit more time in the pocket because he's not 6'8". But the fact that it's overlooked so much that they didn't put any draft capital into the offensive line after drafting Kyler Murray blows my mind. Oh, but, but they drafted like my favorite is When the draft is over. Oh, look, they drafted two offensive linemen. What do you got to say now? In the sixth and seventh round. That's why on draft afternoon, in the round, in the first round, I almost popped a vocal cord when they traded for Hollywood Brown. It was never about Hollywood Brown and the trade. It was a good trade. It was never about that. Can Hollywood Brown protect Kyler Murray? Can he? If you don't protect Kyler Murray, none of this is going to work. I wish they would have taken Tyler Linderbaum. Oh, he's a center. Put him a guard until until Ronnie Hudson retired. Like you figure it out. Other teams figure it out. And the is like, well, he doesn't play that position. There's no way you can draft him. If you don't protect Kyler Murray, none of this is going to work. So what we saw in the first half was them them not being able to protect Kyler Murray. Oh, he wasn't going through his progressions. It's chicken or the egg. Are you going to blame the player? Are you going to blame the coach? Are you going to blame who built this ecosystem? I think the latter of the three should get the most. He gets the least, even though he's the most obvious reason why all this is happening. And with all that being said, the top-tier talent that was brought in, is acting as the Band-Aid for now on the foundation. And we don't know. The Arizona Cardinals are one of my favorite metaphors to use. The Arizona Cardinals are an elephant walking on a sheet of ice. We just don't know how thick the ice is and how stable the ice is at any given time. And that's where we are through week four of the 2022 NFL season, just like we were at the end of the 2018 season And this is Steve Kimes' progression as a GM. Things have changed, but there are a lot of things that have stayed the same. And that's why we're having similar conversations now, like we were in 2019. Alex Clancy, Locked on Cardinals. I'll talk to you tomorrow.